and welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm just alive. <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely. Barely survived the uh, PAX Australia. Yes, yes. I, um, you need to wear like one of those rebreather masks. Oh, man. Oh, I've been six, five or six times now. It's been six times. I've been five times because I missed the second year. I missed the year that you went. Ah. Uh, I've never got sick before, not even slightly sick. But this year, I got brutalized by... <laughs> Apparently, it's called Pax Pox. Pax Pox, yeah, I like it. Apparently, That's it's great. well known in Melbourne. Yep, that, yep. That flesh-eating bacteria and, and um, gastro rates skyrocket after Pax every year, apparently. Sounds so, I'm lucky I've survived until now unscathed, but I've, I've been living in my own personal hell for the last <laughs> week since returning. <laughs> so, today, we're going to talk a bit about Pax. Yes. What you saw there. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about XCOM 2. I played a bit more of that, and I also played a bit of the beta for Fallout 76. Yeah, there's quite a bit of Fallout 76 murmuring going on. Yeah, much, much. Despite Red Dead Redemption 2 being released during PAX. Yeah, which... Which caused a lot of... uh, Consternation. Comments. No, a lot of comments (laughs) at a lot of the panels was... Oh, who's played Red Dead 2? Oh, you've been at PAX and you've still managed to play it. How did you manage that? What's going on? That's um that just a quick thing on that. I wasn't really interested, but the more I see about it, it looks like not something that I really want to dump a lot of time into because I'm still not really interested in the whole scene like the Cowboys yeah, thing. Wild West, yeah. But like it's got just I, I don't know. It feels like it's got a lot of detail and stuff. It's like, I just apparently, it's the Wild roll. West Witcher. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I definitely want. I wouldn't mind just having a little bit of a dabble around it for a bit. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. And you can braid your horses' tails and all sorts of stuff. Which is a lot of detail. Yeah. We de- heard all about it. I a heard, lot of the panels. I heard one thing that that the that the uh, horses uh, bollocks uh, retract yes. in cold weather. Yes. That's that a lot got, of detail to put into yes, a game. Like it's got um, genetically correct <laughs> bollocks in the game <laughs> bollocks <laughs> like yes uh, so do you want, you want to start with um, with XCOM yeah let's start with XCOM uh, so I've been playing around uh, played through a few more missions and now that I have uh, five um, on my team yep. got significantly easier just that extra one yeah. turn made a huge difference and ones that like levels that I'm like oh this is going to be hard we're like oh this is a bit of a cakewalk actually with that extra yeah. bit of damage being put out yeah um, I still can't get my snipers to work <laughs> the way that I think they should, but uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like I, I'm not positioning them correctly. And then, like where I think they're going to be useful, they're not. Like they're facing the wrong way or yeah, something like yeah. that to where the actual aliens end up coming out. But yeah. I think it's just me not reading. You got to read the map, yeah, properly. You know, and going, oh yeah, of course. If I move the guy there, they'll come around that other side of the wall. That and was really silly. I should have, yeah. you know, sort of yeah. thing. So, uh, but like having the had like two heavy demolition guys with their grenade launchers. Uh, yeah, uh, they're amazing. The grenade so launchers are good. Distance on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just wreck the battlefield. Yep, yep. No walls, no floors, no ceilings. Just a gaping, smoking crater. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and I um I got to the point in the story where they've discovered uh, I don't know what you don't know what it is. I suppose the black like, site. Yeah, it's a black site. That's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and now I've got this this countdown on it kind of thing. So the whole game really has a sense of urgency to it. Yeah, like there's no. I don't start. I kind of like was just scanning and doing stuff, but it. Pushes you forward, like yeah. you've no standing yeah. still. Nope. Like you need to go, go, go do some things. Yeah, I like, and I sort of see how you got to like make contact with the resistance groups around the world, and that unlocks more parts of the yes, map and good. all of that stuff. So that's nifty. Um, it certainly feels like it's going to be like too much to do and no time to do it in. No, you do get to catch up. 
You do at some point. Yeah. You get a bit of a breathe. Yeah. So after yeah. the black site's resolved, you get a bit more. I can't space remember again. what point it is, but you do get a point where you can work out. Yeah, you can slow down the timer. Yep. Yep. Which is nice because it does let you do everything if you want to. I mean, oh, the game okay. pushes you to finish it as soon as you can, but you yep. can ignore the game pushing you and. Oh, and actually go and do it. Cause yeah, I don't feel like I can ignore this timer. The timer feels fairly. Um, I don't know what's the like relaxed. deadly. Uh, not relaxed. The opposite of relaxed. Like this time is counting down. If yeah, you don't yeah. hurry up, the Stressful. game you're going to lose the game yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It does give you that sensation. Sense- at yeah, the start. yeah, it does go away. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm. I still don't know if I like it or not. Like, I think it's a great game. Yep. It is like the way the characters are, the ship, the maps, the way the combat works. I can't fault any of it really, I don't think. Not yet anyway. Yep. But I hate waiting around for the aliens to go. To take their turn. Right. And it's not that they're taking their yeah. turn, is that it makes me anxious. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I feel and like every them. decision is like I'm probably reading too much into every decision that I make yeah. about it. Yeah. And I think that's the crux of why I quote unquote don't like turn-based stuff is that it's this agonizing over a decision or whether it's right yeah, or wrong. It's the right thing to do. You know, kind not. of thing. And then, yeah. And I think that's, I don't know if I've got to get myself over that or if it's something that's just yeah. me and that's just the way I am kind of thing. Because I went back and played some Kingdom Rush, which is a tower defense game on oh, Steam. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's tower defense, obviously strategy, yeah. you know, laying up towers and waiting for the yeah. guy. There's no fast forwarding in this game. Oh, God. Because it requires a lot of macroing, uh, micro of your oh, hero yeah. Yeah. and putting deployments down and putting spells down. It gets really intense when yeah. everything's coming down at once and you're trying to upgrade towers and yeah. put reinforcements and doing all this stuff kind of thing. So I like that. I like like that living in the moment and making this, I make a decision, yeah. but I can't think about Reacting it. You have to just thinking. make it yeah. kind of thing all the time. I think that's the difference between whether I maybe enjoying turn-based games or not. We need to explore this further, Tony, uh, and play some other ones and see if, yeah. it, if it holds true or not. But, yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah, so that's XCOM 2. Still working through that. I mean, not much to say on the story or anything. It's just sort of... Yeah, the story's just stuff. a story. Yeah. I've finished it now, so... Oh, wow, you smashed it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the end. Oh, how, how quick did you... You must get through the maps much quicker than what I do as well. Uh, no, no, because I had advanced soldiers, so... Oh. When you, I had all, I had six uh, majors, whatever the top rank is. Okay. So they all had all their skills. Yep. All of them. So I had ten of them, and all of them, but one had a bonus skill, mm-hmm. and I had lots of gear upgraded. So I'd been just grinding my wheels basically. Oh, okay. And so I, I had all the kit and all the soldiers I needed to grind through the rest of the game. Yep. Yep. And also, I had all the strategies in place. I knew what enemies to take out first. I knew how to. Yeah. I knew how to set up my snipers so that they work properly. <laughs> yeah, damn it. damn it. Once you get the grappling hook arm, and that makes a big difference to your uh, sniper because you can get them up quickly up until. And it's a free things. move. It's not even a turn. Uh, so you can grapple up uh, to the top of a building and still yeah. use a sniper rifle. The amount of times that I've moved a sniper into position and then god damn it, yeah, I can't put I can't them on Overwatch. Ah, yeah. uh, you chutch. You got to yeah. like. Yeah, it's brutal that the sniper has yeah. to use both your actions to shoot the sniper rifle. I don't know. I guess there must be a reason for it. I guess there's probably some balance um, issue. I think because the snipers can be really powerful characters. Yep. Yeah. But I would have said all of them are really powerful characters. They're like their own thing. I like. Yeah. I got one of the ones now has the healing boosting drone and stuff yeah. like that. That's yeah. really cool. Got a couple of characters up that were stunned and stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. 
it's good. I, mm. I enjoy it. It's a lot, got a lot going for it. Oh, definitely, game. definitely, much, much more than I ever expected going into yeah. it. To be honest, yeah. Uh, yeah. So XCOM two. So uh, do you want to talk about PAX? Yeah. Tell us your thoughts. Yep. So the mighty. I went to a conference. very interesting panel, yeah. uh, which was about interfaces, game, <laughs> in, game interfaces, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right. That is interesting. Yeah. With all yeah. our stuff about Andromeda and yeah, terrible and interface. the Witcher. And the Witcher and the guy actually said, there's all these departments in game programming. There's the programmers, there's the story writers. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go back a step yeah. as well. The keynote speaker is Rihanna Pratchett, who Terry Pratchett's daughter, who oh. writes for movies and games. And she was, said this really interesting thing, which had never even can, occurred to me before, is that some games, the whole game is written before they even know what the story is. And they get an author to come in and put a story to their game. And really? I went, oh, what, wow, okay. That actually games? makes a lot why some games just make no sense because they just come up with all their gameplay and all their levels and stuff. So she yeah. did, uh, she gave it a term, um, narrative paramedics, I think she called it. Yeah, fantastic. Like that. And so like, the game's already written, but the story's dead. And so she did Mirror's Edge. I think that's one of her more famous ones that she's done. You could totally see that one the being... Whole game. It's all completely written with no story in mind. So she had to come up with why everything is reflective and why does the main character parkour across the city as a courier. And yep. She had to come up with all these reasons why yeah. the game is the way it is. And that was really interesting to hear her talk about that. So that was the lead into this, all these different departments that don't talk to each other. Yeah, fascinating. But then this guy was saying in this interfaces panel about there is a department that's called the user experience department. And the user experience department will do something like, and he said, who he has played Fallout 4. And I go, 90% of the panel put their hands up. And he said, who he has done the 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 um, colony, what's it called? Colony management? Not called colony management. The building. Settlements, yeah. Settlement building. Yeah. Who he has done settlement building. And, you know, almost everyone kept their hands up. Mm. And then he said, and who liked the settlement building and thought it was easy to use and easy to manage. And 90% of the hands went down. down. Yeah. And he said, I guarantee you, the user experience department told them that this doesn't work as yeah. a user. It's not right. Yeah. And they just got ignored. Yeah. They wanted to put it in there. They'd done all their work to implement it, but they were running out of time or money or whatever. And so they didn't make any effort to improve the interface. So he said, yeah. often it's not that the game doesn't respect you as a user. Yeah. And he talked about unwieldy user interfaces and inventory management and all that sort of stuff. Mm. It's that someone in the game company has made the decision to sacrifice the user experience for their idea or whatever it is. So yeah. that, well, I found that really interesting because it had never even occurred to me that at any point Bethesda didn't think that they had the best settlement management system in the world, whereas they probably actually a whole bunch of people knew that they didn't, but they wanted to keep it in there and they didn't want to spend any more money making it better. And I know some people love it. Some people have got some amazing settlements that they've created. I would, I don't doubt that people love settlements and love building, but... Uh, even the people that I know that have done significant, someone said that the interface is terrible. Yeah, like you so got. I don't know how you could dis- say that it's, it couldn't use at least some amount of work. Yeah, on it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's exactly. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. yeah, I found I found that real that that narrative paramedics and that that there is actually a user experience department in in game Q and A. Yeah. And yeah. Just all these different conflicting. But is there a dedicated team that actually like just does? user interface full stop or is it left to the guy who makes the inventory 
you know, gear system well, to then do the UI for managing that process kind of thing. Like, these guys also said that depends on how big the company is that's making the yeah, game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. You know, so in thing. some of the games that they've mm. worked on, that yes, that was the case, that the guy that came up with all the inventory also came up with all the interfaces and how it all worked. Which I, don't, I feel they're mutually even exclusive. The um, even the descriptions. Yeah, wow. came up with everything because there's like yeah. two, three people doing that whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah, of course. Yep, yeah, yeah. And then others, there's an entire department of 35 people doing it. And yeah. Makes it less excusable for big companies though to... Yeah, that they should have specialists that know what they're doing. But in, they actually ended up not saying it, but implying that it's usually the big companies that get it wrong even though they, sh- they should have the experience and they should have the resources that they don't have the care, in inverted quotes. <laughs> yeah, I don't get why a lot of stuff hasn't just been solved already as well. I don't know, like, like it's not like Fallout 4 was the first game to have a building system in it. No, I know. Why not just go and play a bunch and find the best one and just copy and just that mechanic? Off. Yeah. I mean, they're just... I don't know that I, uh, I mean copying other people's stuff, but like you're not copying like the way the game works or anything, just like the the way the person interfaces with it. Like you know, if you if you use a phone, use Android, or you use iOS, it's still the same sort of thing. It's an icon on the home screen. You click the button, you click another button, go back home again. There's some commonalities that people pick them up. They know roughly how they work. Yeah. Even if there are subtle differences inside, you know, if you use a Mac or Windows. They kind of have a yeah, lot of the same yeah. sort of things. You've got windows, you've got close buttons, you've got, yeah. you know, they... They just think about it a bit differently. Differently, you know, yeah. but it's fundamentally the same kind of deal. Why are we reinventing the wheel every single time we and go yeah. to a new game? And even you look at Dragon Age is a great example. Mm. The same franchise by the same company, their inventory user interfaces were wildly different between each game. Yeah, yeah. I think Dragon Age is interesting because you kind of see the, the, um, the evolution of... Not evolution, but the, the progress of going from a PC game, predominantly, to a, game. to a console game, yeah, and the change of the interface that comes with along that. with that yeah. kind of thing, uh, you know. And yeah. I get that you got to make it work for controllers as well as. Oh, and speaking know, of which, yeah. I had a hideous moment at one point. Mm, yeah. Uh, when Senua walked past me in. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! Did she have like a little like bundle of yeah. you know cloth on the side of her belt? She was very good cosplay yeah. actually. But, uh, yeah, it did remind me how much trouble I had with that controller in that game. <laughs> it, uh, but you had uh, PTSD. On, yeah, I had PTSD, uh, yeah. On, on Senua. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you, uh, you lend that one, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I didn't. I struggled yeah. with that. And I actually, that was mentioned in two panels. Senua's sacrifice was mentioned in two panels that yeah? I was in. in. In what context? Uh, that it was supposed to be... Uh, they, neither of them had played it. And they were talking about how it's supposed to be groundbreaking. And, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I wanted to shout out, but don't use it on a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not a game. Yeah. They're poorly made for the keyboard. Yeah. So poorly made. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I'm having real memories now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why it was so bad. Yeah. I remember you had problems with finding the... You were playing the, um, on the controller and you had, didn't have any problems and I tried, tried, tried on the keyboard. But yeah. I was fighting multiple enemies on the keyboard, just too many buttons you needed to press at the same, same time. time. Same time. And you couldn't yep. do it. And finding that damn one ember symbol. Oh, yeah. There. That was annoying. Yeah, But that yeah. was just... Yeah, that was... That wasn't the interface killing me. That was... The interface killing me was what what did, actually did was, me in. Did you in? Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was some great cosplay again this yeah. year. A lot less Mass Effect, a lot, lot less Mass Effect. Oh. More Fallout than last year because of Fallout well, seventy six. Back in everyone's consciousness again. That's usually the way it goes. Yeah. No, no games coming out. It probably kills the 
Just like it kills toy sales when movies don't come out in that year. It probably kills cosplayers when a game doesn't yes. come out the year that yeah. you know, they're doing it yeah. kind of thing. Everyone wants to be doing the new stuff. That was good. Uh, but uh, the thing that I did notice mm. is they way oversold Saturday this year, I'm sure. Oh, really? Because I've never had to line up outside before. So it opened the convention opens at 10. You can yeah. line up beforehand if you want to get into the... I don't know if because of the EB Games Expo was running at the same time oh, okay. this year in the in the flashy lights hall, but yeah, we had to. I had to I had, at ten o'clock when the conventions actually opened. I had to line up wow. for forty five minutes to get in. Jeez, yeah, it was just crazy. And I'm guessing it's because the EB Games Expo was on, which I should probably mention as we are a gaming podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that I did walk through the EB Games Expo a bit. And I did find something was noticeably absent, considering it's released in just three months, theoretically. Anthem? Or four months. Anthem. No Anthem anything? I didn't see anything Anthem at all. So Across I saw, the whole of PAX, there was no... No, I saw Rage anything? 2. Rage 2 was... Just, yep. uh, Bethesda's obviously a big sponsor of PAX Oz. Okay. Because there's always stuff there. So there was yep. Fallout 76, there was Rage yeah. 2 stuff, there was lots of Fortnite, there was a whole Fortnite stage. Oh, of course. There was God of War... Uh, no, not God of War. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yep, yep. It was the Division 2. Yep, as you'd expect as well. Um, um, the year I went, Bioware was definitely there and big because Inquisition was about to come out. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know? So, like, yep. they're not like they haven't but done that sort no, of stuff. I didn't see thing. Bioware anywhere and I certainly didn't see any Anthem stuff, which considering how close to release Anthem is That's at this point, I would have thought that they would have made the effort. Yeah. So, like, that surprised me. Now, I, I didn't spend a lot of time in that hall because it was... As I said, I think I oversold Saturday yeah. ticket, so it was insane. Might have missed something, I suppose. I may have missed it, but I did uh, try for the for the podcast to go and have a look and see if I could find it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, I would have done some more on Sunday if I hadn't got. I actually got sick on Sunday at the, at the convention, so mm, I spent sucks. all of my time in panels on Sunday. But, oh, which so, is yeah, kind of someone, some stuff you do. Someone yeah. did notice Anthem there and they're listening to this. Just send us a comment let us know. Yeah. I'd like to know if it was there or not. I'm very curious because um, that's an interesting beast because uh, I'm still following the, the Anthem subreddit and seeing yeah. posts. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are still posting and stuff in there and consistently I keep seeing people who have either played it or watched streams talk about how good it's looking yeah, overall yeah. and not in how a- much better than they were expecting. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that. It's not like them getting all hyped about it. It's yeah, like they were going in. Wow, I didn't cynical. Yeah. yeah, and coming out like positive again and again and again. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's so going on must, with this game? It must be really fun to play. Uh, must be. And so and they then, may be able to completely cock up the story and all of that stuff that people are used to in Bioware. But if it's fun to play, people won't care because they'll be having fun playing it. Yep. So, yep. And yeah. that's probably more important to. For like a, a loot and shoot, more yes. the long-term health of the game and getting yes. uh, a big enough player base to come in. Yeah, and keep playing And it. keep playing and it, you know, fun to play. Yeah. So yeah. that's uh, just counting down now. Yes. Yeah. So February 22nd, it's so November 22nd. So four months. Yeah. Four months to go. November, December, January, February. Well, we'll keep checking in on it and just seeing if opinions start to shift or anything. I'm just, I just, I'm not seeing a lot of... Yeah, either either like super negative stuff being posted or super obviously no, you know, hyped up stuff. Yeah, and, but, and considering how big those TV screens are on the top of that 
Hall, I would have if if it was getting the kind of coverage that I would have been thought a game is coming out in five months because I was like, as if you're not hitting the con circle by now. I yeah, don't yeah. Understand, like, and you, I would have seen it going on one of those screens. I did I, see, yeah, I did see one definite cosplay javelin. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely one of the sneaky, sneaky one. What's it called? This I can't even think what the javelins are called now. The Colossus, the yeah. Storm. Hunter or something? I, I don't really know what you're about. I haven't, haven't yeah, uh, bothered no, trying to remember them. <laughs> what kind of podcast are we? We can't remember the names of... I think that's a bit of a signature of our podcast yeah, is that we don't read anything, yeah, yeah, so true. therefore we don't okay, remember yeah. anything, you know? Yeah, that's, that kind of kind of works. Yeah. Uh, so I did uh, see one yeah. definite javelin and then a couple hmm. of others that may have been javelins or may have been something else. So it's already getting cosplay done for it, so yeah, right. it's getting something right. It's not even out and people yeah. are cosplaying for it. Well, they the actual um, guys made... Um, or by way, yeah, yeah, they people made to make their own travel and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I can see people going, "Oh, I want to make that too." Now that they've seen it in yeah. action, kind of thing. Tough, tough cosplay one to do though, because of the whole high extra height the suit has and all of that stuff. That's oh, a whole yeah, other extra level. Extra height, that is no, it just did yeah, some outside just bits and some whatnot. Outside bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. it looked pretty good. Yeah, awesome. But I do awesome. have to plug. I do have to do a bit of a plug here. Yeah. Um, now, bear in mind that getting no kickback for this or anything, it's mm-hmm. just a thing that I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's a guy from Sydney and he does this uh, live action computer game, live action 2D text-based adventure game in a dark room. Really? It is the best. I had, I, had, I had snot and tears streaming down my face. I was laughing so hard. He basically turns out all the lights in the main hall yeah. at PAX and he's got this light up. Glowy light up suit. Yeah. And on the screen is like a text based adventure game, but there's four choices in the four corners. And basically, you wake up, you wake to find yourself in a dark room. What do you do? And there's four, and there's choices, and you've got to make the choices, and he chooses someone from the audience. Yep. And you've got to pick. And they pick. And he's just, he's got such a quick wit. He's very funny. British guy? No, he's Australian. So he does does a, like a sort of Rocky Horror. Yep. American accent while he's doing oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And he basically yeah, right. just insults the participant. Excellent. Yeah. And he did. He did choose this. He's got a Steam game out now called In a Dark Room. Oh, which right. Is, which is motion capture of him doing the character. I don't imagine it would be quite as good because a lot of the fun was the interaction of he was responding to yep. the player. Yep. But basically, you actually find yourself in a dark room. What do you do? One of the choices is turn on the light. Yeah. Or find the light switch. But of course, you're in a dark room. How do you find the, the light, light switch? switch. But he got a <coughs> excuse me. He got an Aloy cosplayer to play. Yeah, and of course Aloy is from Event Horizon. Uh, not Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> okay, Event Horizon's the movie. I keep getting that mixed up. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. And he says, "Okay, you wait. You wait to find yourself in a dark room. Just do it this casually, of course." Yeah. What do you do? She says, "Turn on the light switch." And he says, "You do realize your elders don't like technology. Oh. <laughs> You're going against your elders." So he wound that's the whole great. game that's stuff uh, into it. it. Was really wow. Cool. That's excellent. That's really, really quick. Funny. Yeah, really funny. Really clever. It's very very good. It's not. This guy, because it just reminds me of, um, it's not this guy, is it? Oh, I haven't got any sound on my computer. Yeah, he's, he's, this is, that's who he's mimic. It's not him. Not him, but that's, that's, that's what, what he's, he's doing. doing. Yeah, yeah, that's Same what he's thing? doing. Same thing? Yeah. Ah, uh, because this is it's, really good. But it's yeah. very good. So uh, that was, that was my highlight of PAX. I have not laughed that much in a very, it was even better than the C team. Yeah. The C team was good. That's the official. They've now got an official Australia C team. It's a Halloween 
episode of the C team. So that what's the sorry the C the team? The C team. That's the so not the Penny Arcade guys, but Chris Straub and a couple of that C liners. Yeah, do their gaming with uh, Tycho Brahe. Oh. Jerry Holkins as their DM. He's a very good DM. Oh. I would love to have him as my DM. He does the voice. His voices he was doing were brilliant. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. But, Excellent. So that was good. I laughed a lot at mm. that because there's a lot of good comedians there doing that. But the, so the, the top ad there, that's his game that he's done, The Dark Room. Oh, okay. Mr. Uh, John Rob. Oh, oh, it, no, he's the same guy. It's the same guy, is it? So, okay. Yeah. So I think he did this. So if you, if you go on YouTube, and you yep. do a search for the, the Dark, Dark Room 2012 original. Yep. You'll see the original one he made where you pick it's basically a set of YouTube videos and you can pick like yeah, uh, the yeah, options go north, do. sleep, yep. turn the light switch. I mean you pick lights because this is what got me. Pick the light switch, he goes, You're in a dark room. room. How, How do, do you, you find, find the light, light switch? switch? Yes. You know, kind of thing. Did. And it's like, yeah, you can go through and play it. So he's ah, oh, that's great. That's so funny. And we got uh, see him do it live. We got one player. Yep. We're going to this infinite loop. And oh. he was in a dark room and he turned on the light switch. It was too dark to see the light switch. Yep, yep. And he kept going back in this infinite loop. Yeah. And he knew he was in this loop, but he kept doing it. He did it about <laughs> six <laughs> times. <And laughs> I kept laughing. And so I think we found the PAX champion. And, yep. and then he finally he died, unfortunately. He went on and tried to understand the chance he died. Yep. I said, all right, you won a prize. So <laughs> what are you? What types of games do you like to play? Oh, I like MMOs. And what do you play them on? I've got played mostly got a PC. Congratulations, you'll love this. You've won... FIFA 9 on the PlayStation 3. <laughs> so even, on the PlayStation. <laughs> he wanted to give me a prize. He still trolling, had that. Yeah. Yep. It yep. was very good. It was oh, very that's funny. Good. That's good. Oh, that's been, that would have been great. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Okay. Oh, it's a good times at so, PAX. Yeah, that was, that was my PAX highlight. Did you, did you spend any time in the, uh, in the board game alley yes. room? Yes. What do yes. I call it? Anyway, where you play all the Tabletop board games? Tabletop Arena. Tabletop Arena. Yeah. Did you play anything new? Tabletop wise, well, I actually so this year they had the uh, PAX Collaboratory, which is where all oh. the games that aren't yet published or released can yep. go and get some playtesting. Yeah, right. And so I hung out there for a whole afternoon. Yes, and played some interesting games there. There's some, some were a long way away from ready to being published. Some were almost ready to be published that day. That yeah. So oh, they were like they were really smick. On yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. So, so, so yeah, that was really interesting. So I actually mm. did that. I didn't play any. Any actual Published official games. release ones? You just no, I to the, played all the, so the playtesting stuff. ones. Mm. Yeah, so that was pretty good. And I went to the Board Games Awards. There was a Board Games Awards panel. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they did this. I mean, of course, they do awards for everything, yeah. of course. What yeah. was the winner? So the winner was Bear and Park. Oh. Which is by a guy who used to be like an accountant or something and then oh. released a game and it was got one game of the year and... Wow. He's released many yep. subsequent games, and many of them have won games of the year. And jeez, all right. Yeah. So, games yeah. everywhere. What's ba- what's Baron Park? What sort of game is it? Yeah, I, it's weird. No, no, it's it's um, they don't they do a very good job of describing the games. They, oh, they just okay. briefly covered them off. You I think it's know like what it's they a, all are already. It's a matching game, so you got to. Oh yeah. The more of the same type of bear you get, the more points you get, and you've got a. It's like a card resource. Yep. Thing. Yep. yep. I get the gist. Yeah, that sort of thing. I was just curious at what sort of 
Yeah, no, the what, ones, what sort of game wins game of yeah, the year the, kind the of thing? Yeah, simple and accessible ones. Accessible games, which yeah. makes sense. Like, that's something the that simple, everyone can play. Ones. Yeah, of yeah. course, of course. Rather than the hardcore Uber strategy ones. Well, yeah, no, if you... Uh, those, type, those type of awards are always somewhat a popularity <laughs> contest. No, no artsy indie films ever yeah. going to win an Oscar. No, exactly. You know, kind of thing. That's, yeah. you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, fantastic. Anything more from the wonderful Melbourne and its... Uh, uh, Amazing so, yeah, clues. Lots of Fallout cosplaying. No anthem that I could see. Yeah. Um, oh, we did go to um, outside Xbox's movie night and they did um, oh. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, no. Which I had forgotten just how bad a movie oh, that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very I bad. I mean, it's good. It's very bad. It is very bad. That's but- another example of yeah. um, narrative paramedics. Oh, they didn't actually yeah. know what story they wanted to tell, and it's well, so I clear mean, when you watch the movie. There's no story to Mario. It's not about no. that. It has the basic outlines to sort of give you. Yeah, that's it. You know. Yeah. But I think to give that movie some credit, they did try to sort of make it somewhat serious. I know it's bad because yeah. they're trying to like retrofit stuff in there, but they did like everyone gave it the raw. Had an amazing movie, cast, you know, like very good cast thing. and very yeah. good special effects budget. It kind of reminds me of um of uh, Street Fighter with um uh Raul Julia. Yeah, like he yeah, nailed that. Like the rest of the movie is trash, but he yeah. nailed yeah, that Bison. character and just yeah. a great performance yes. from him in that. And know. that was his last role too. I know it's such it. a such a shame that yeah. he didn't get something. Like I mean, he obviously he crushed it, but like yeah. he could have been something. Whoever else crushed it as well would have been nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. here it goes. You know. Uh, good stuff. Well, I went on to a uh, website and bought myself a beta key for Fallout 76 for okay. $2.60. Yeah, that's better than pre-ordering. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm like, if this is garbage, I don't want to get stuck with a $100. Piece of garbage. You know, kind of thing. Um, I'm at $260. That's, that's fine. That's worth it to do it just for the podcast alone to give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Didn't realize, though, that the beta times would be so short. <laughs> no, <laughs> that well. surprised me when I found um, that out, too. And that- so I preloaded it. For the Wednesday morning, yeah, was up, got up at whatever uh, eight o'clock, whatever it was, and and cl- opened up the Bethesda launcher and went hit play and went, oh, the play button's gone. Oh wait, my preload is gone. It's been deleted. Oh, yeah. So like anyone who who preloaded. it was something like yeah, it was some weirdness with the launcher. If you clicked play on it previously, which would had a play button there, and then it would come up with a timer saying yes, we'll unlock on yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. That triggered the thing to delete the preload and reload it again or something like oh, that. what? And so, uh. like, stack... I watched a stream um, uh, of a couple of Australian guys. I can't remember the name of the stream it was, with one of the guys from Bethesda playing the game. Yep, yep. So I had that up, watching it, and, yeah, like, everyone in the chat's like, yeah, it got deleted. Yep, and so, I had to, yep. so I spent the first two hours re-downloading the whole it. thing again. Yep. Uh, and that was super... That was a there's nothing more frustrating than watching a download happen because it was getting like six megasecond for like three quarters of the way. Like it was powering. It was yeah. very good. And then at like three quarters yeah. and then on the, in the stream, everyone's just like, oh, it just died. Like whatever. Yeah. They hit a bandwidth cap somewhere yeah. and they got shaped or whatever it was, but yeah. everyone just went boom and it went down to like one megasecond for the last quarter. Oh, God. So that was that was a little frustrating. So they ended up extending the beta out on Friday. Okay. So I played good. a bit more on Friday as well, which was good. Although it still started at like five in the morning, so not really the best for Australians, even no. with the extended one. Yep. Um, I think to be like super reductive about it, it's just Fallout Four with multiplayer. They actually, that there was a lot of Fallout 
commentary at PAX. So was yeah. no, I didn't go to anything official yep. about Fallout, but, but everyone was sort of talking just about a lot it. Of, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, com- of buzz about it mm. at the convention. Mm. So, yeah. And like I say that, but that's not a bad thing either. Like when we played it, I was like, this would be better. If it if was you multiplayer, could play it together, yeah. you know, because the base building and stuff would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, with a multiplayer thing. So, uh, I don't think that's a a slight against it. I, mean, I I can appreciate the the anti the pushback on it being that it's not another single player Fallout yeah. game. Like yeah. you, I think people as well like because Fallout Three was kind of a bit nah, and Vegas was amazing. Yeah. Fallout Four was a bit nah. So the next one's going to be amazing, amazing, isn't it? And now yeah. you've taken that away from me and given me something that I'm just fundamentally yeah. not interested in. Just DLC for the game you've already released. Yeah, you know, and I don't think I think it's got more to it than just DLC. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. I can appreciate where they're coming from, kind of thing. But I'm I'm still interested to play this. Um, so so how much have you played? Played about four or five hours, okay, maybe. So one of the comments that I heard over and over again yeah. was that without any hum, without any human, yeah, in inverted commas NPCs, yeah, around, it just feels very dry and stale. It no one's giving you reasons to do anything. It's weird. That's definitely an odd one because it has a lot of quests yeah. as well, which I was really not expecting to see yeah. so many quests. I don't know if that's just because at, the- at the beginning they're just trying to because the quests that I got were like. Uh, go and test the water and you had to like go and use an object on the water and go yeah. and cook some steak so you had to go yeah. and then so like the water one was teaching you about like this water is poison yeah. don't drink it you this- need to boil the water first and then you can yeah. drink it yeah. and this is how you make food so that you can eat because you got the whole got to eat and drink to yeah, keep yeah. your food up so um, tutorial thing. quests yeah kind of thing yeah. so uh, but there are like um, there's also like a main story quest to push you out into the world. But, but yeah, how no, are you getting the quest if it's not from just a person? leaving holologs around everywhere? So you're just getting holotapes and just playing them. Oh, so it is still spoken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, it's not, but you're like not just reading it. And I don't know if there's going to be a story reason for it because you when you come out of the vault. I went to look this up before. Well, you're supposed sure. to be the first people out of yeah. any vault yes. anywhere since the bombs have dropped. Yeah. So the yeah. world is a lot greener than it is in yeah. Fallout Four. And I don't know if that makes more or less sense. I can't decide yet, but it's a lot. Yeah, feels yeah, a lot greener yeah. where I am, at least in this particular part of the world. Like Fallout Four was very brown. Yeah, I think from what I remember, very like I remember concrete, very concrete, concrete and stuff. Colour. You know, yeah. this. Yeah, I don't know. This it feels more green, more West Virginia. Is that where it is? Is it? West yes, Virginia. that's right. Yeah, yep. yep, yep. Not in the Rockies. Was there Rocky Mountains? Rocky Mountains in California and stuff like that. Which no, no, Fallout. Bullet four four is in Boston. Oh, in Boston. Yeah. So it's the Northwest. That's why the Minutemen are there, because the Minutemen are from that's right, Boston, that's Massachusetts. Right. And so Boston is more northern, and so it's going to get more winters. Yeah, yeah, it's that's East Coast. Off, yeah, yeah stuff. West, West Virginia, Virginia is, is, is top. The, I think it's top middle. West top middle. Virginia. Probably didn't get quite I, as I would much. have known once upon a time. It gets snow and stuff there, though, as well, so it's the same sort of latitude. I don't know. Why, it's very green. Yeah. I'm trying to think of why, why – because if it's later on, you think the, the environment would have recovered more over that time. It's wherever John Denver is. Yeah. yeah. Was. But we're going to drop a whole bunch of nukes in this game as well. So maybe we nuke the place up a bit more and that's why it's so crap. Ah, uh, yes. Like Fallout okay. 4 comes around because as well. the people that get out of Vault 76 Ex- nuke the crap out yeah, of everyone, you know. So, in fact, the original bombs didn't cause all the damage. It was yeah. all those idiots that came out of Fallout 76 yeah, that caused all it. the damage. That's it. So but there's still mutant animals and stuff, though. So there's definitely been a radio. Super mutants are around. Okay, so there's been I've a radio. I've killed a few of those. Um, the ghouls are not ghouls. They're called something else, and they've uh, got like a bit of crystallized or green stuff growing. Uh, they look less decayed. 
Okay. Than yeah. what they do in Fallout 4, which yeah. makes sense. And they're they're wielding guns and stuff like that, so they got okay, more more brain power, more brain power and stuff as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, sorry, you're asking about NPCs. Yeah. So when, even when you start the game, you start off in the vault, but you're the last one to leave. So everyone's already oh, gone everyone's out already of the left. vault. Oh, so you're walking okay. around an empty vault, yeah, kind of creepy. thing, and you're yeah. talking to. Um, the Mr. Handys. Yeah, yeah. And um, looking at terminals. Yeah. And listening to holologs, holologs. Okay, so really so, there are no people. There's not... Is, the only people, other people that I've seen are the other players. Well, yeah, that's the way they designed it. Which, I mean... Is uh, that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I, I can't decide yet because it's still dense. Like the map is still dense and like there's okay. stuff yep, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. You know, so... it. I feel like that that's very the map is similar to yeah. to Fallout 4s in that sort of respect but uh, like I'm picking up logs of like survivors people who survived the bombings and are still living there but they're all dead and you're picking up their logs and hearing about their lives kind okay. of thing after the bombs dropped and stuff okay. and you're like well, why are they dead now like yeah. what what reason is there for them to yeah, to not be around just, there's just not be dead. yeah I want to know why the land is so empty because obviously people were alive and living there uh, like between when you went into the vault and when you got and out again, out. like what happened in that? And maybe we'll find. Well, maybe out. that's the main crux of the game. Maybe maybe there's a good reason why there's yeah. no one around. Um, I, I get why there isn't people around because it's a survival game and they don't work work as well when you've got these non-aggressive NPCs hanging around. I don't know how yeah, that would work. But I think that's what it. added a lot of the character to Fallout. I don't Definitely, disagree, I don't disagree with the original the, from a Fallout story, uh, but that didn't. I wasn't. I don't know that it works with this. I don't know if the original Fallout's like a survival game like this is. No, made. no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. but it was finding it to, those settlers out there and yeah. wanting to help them survive as part of the whole, like the Abernathy Farm. It's a great example when yeah. you just come across the Abernathy Farm in Fallout Four. I just and don't know just how three that guys that are just kicking along. It kind of turns it into does it. To turn, it into, to turn it into an MMO yeah. from a survival game. Because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm comparing this to, to the two other survival games that I've played a bit of, Conan, Exiles, yeah. and uh, Ark, Survival yeah. Evolved. So Conan has humans, other humans in them, but they're yeah. all aggressive. Yeah. The only time that you have non-aggressive humans is when you capture them yeah. and make them your slaves. Oh, yes. Yes, because slavery is a thing in this one. Okay. Um, and Ark has no other humans that aren't players. Got dinosaurs, lots okay. of dinosaurs, obviously. They have uh, just letters left around that okay. you can find from yeah. previous explorer. Uh, but that's it. Yeah. And they don't feel less because of it. No. So I don't think it's the lack of NPCs that is the problem. But I think maybe because it is Fallout, yeah, it's coming from existing. Technically a survival game. It feels lacking because yeah. of it. Not because there actually is a lack that matters, but because you're sort of expecting it because that's what you've been yeah, taught to expect yeah. from it. I think that's yeah. the, which I think is still a problem. If you're going to write a game in the same universe and, and tie it so closely. you got to stick with the expectations of that universe. Yeah. yeah. And I could see them. See, I think the problem that they've got is that if you put in settlers you know, well, in Fallout 4, when you got settlers, they came and stayed in your camps and stuff. Yeah. And that, so if they added in something for them to do that made sense, so you need to have like a gameplay, like because everything in a survival game needs to have a gameplay mechanic yeah. and a drive and a resource limiter and all that stuff to it. It becomes a lot more complicated to balance that in than just having 
just players doing everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's something. I think it's something to do with that. That's what's holding them back. What well, they chose not to do it. Yeah, at least yeah. I think is, you know, trying to make it all work in the survival game. I think is a problem. And yeah, I think it's going to feel pretty dead just having robots. Yeah, only That's, around the place. That was the general vibe that I was getting. You know, even uh, I haven't even seen any ra- human raiders. No, there aren't any. Yet. There's no nothing humans. at all. Humans at all. The only yeah. humans in the game are other players. Yeah, I don't know why we couldn't because the Brotherhood are around. Because oh. I've seen someone like reference them in some materials that the Brotherhood okay are exist. Yep. Super mutants exist. So yep. therefore, people had to exist to be turned um, into super mutants. Yeah, and that means doesn't that mean that the Institute exists? Because then they create super mutants. Wasn't that like what we found out in Fallout 4? There was those notes about super mutants. Uh, and uh, one of scientists- Fallout's changed its mind where super mutants come from multiple oh, times. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought it was because one of the scientists turned himself into a super mutant. You yes. got to find him out the back. Yes. But that may not be Future. an origin story. It might yeah. just be that they were researching them maybe yeah. as well. I could, I could be remembering. Well, it's a Fallout now. 1, the old interplay game, yeah. is the, the guys making super mutants by dropping humans into radioactive goo oh okay and then mutating them into super mutants and then releasing them out into the world ah uh, so that's that in could, the very first fallout was, yeah that uh, could still be the original story there maybe I right I yeah misremember what, what what that was there um so yeah uh I don't know time will tell I don't know whether I'm going to miss it or not I'm not so hung I up I would on miss it it's probably enough to make me not want to play it Depends on how the other stuff. I haven't really, unfortunately, done really enough time to get into. Well, and have you played it multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. So I played it with uh, one of my mates. Okay. He also was um, was home for the Wednesday. Does it benefit from multiplayer? Is it more fun playing it multiplayer? Yeah, it always is more fun playing with okay. other people and stuff yep. like that. I think um, because okay, so I think there might be a few reasons for that. The first is we went and attacked, went to go get a supply government supply drop. Yep. Um, and it was in a super mutant town and there was a lot of super mutants in there. Yep. And we were probably a little bit under-leveled, under-geared to go in there. So it was great having a friend yep. to help with that and to, to res me when I died and yep. res him. Um, when, you, when you're down, you can press a button to like call for help. Yeah. That puts a call for help out on the main map. So when oh, you have the main okay. map up, you can see yeah, someone's exactly called for help are, there. So yeah. you can teleport over. And come and so we had someone else coming like a level twelve, but we were only like level I think I hit level six right at the end. Yeah, coming in and help take out a few more people and stuff like that. Oh, that's pretty so nifty. I think that's nice. And then just the like uh, you know, uh, Watkins was like, "Hey, can I get some aluminium off you? Do you have any screws and things yeah. like that?" So I had a trade. Yeah. Um, and the trading was cool too because you can trade and set a price per unit. And what you do is you basically say, here's all my stuff and here's what you can buy. And you can basically put like a list up like a, you're like you're a vendor. Yeah, okay. And say, these yeah. are the things that I've got available from zero caps. I just gave it to them for free, but I could have yeah. put a price on it and then had a list of all the things that I've got to sell Yeah, okay. kind of thing, which is cool. So I guess if you're trading with a random person, they could say, oh yeah, here's the guns that I've got available in the prices and you could just pick okay. a gun. You know, yeah, I, yeah. that sort of thing seems like that would be yeah, reasonable intriguing. to do. So um Having a crew as well was nice because we got, got. What happened? I got booted from the game. I think it might have crashed. I'm trying to remember now what happened. No, the whole the game server crashed. Okay. So we yeah. were in a in a party. Yeah. Server crashed. Came back online. We went launched the game again and went right back into the game again, and we were still in a group together. So I oh, remembered wow. it. 
and put us straight back oh, in there. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. Same same world, same everything. Yeah. So that was really nice. So it was super easy. It's actually really easy um, for me to go from being in a world by myself, Yeah. Um, added him as a friend, yeah. and then went and joined him in the world, yeah. and then I teleported straight to him for free yeah. as well. So you can teleport around either to your camp Yep. Your um, friends' camps or your friends for free, okay. which was good. nice as well. So otherwise, fast travel costs you X amount of caps, depending caps. on how far okay. away it is. Yeah, um, you can't fast travel when you're overloaded, but yeah. if you are overloaded, you can still move. Like there's no weight limit, okay, hard limit on it. Um, you just uh, walk. It, using walking uses up your action points. Oh, okay. And then you go really slow when you're yeah. at action points. Yeah. So. You, you know, you do want to sort of keep the weight limit down yeah. if you can, kind of thing. Um, uh, gunplay, I would say, is the exact same as Fallout yeah. 4. I didn't yeah. notice any real difference between the two. For the guns that I was using, which were all like pipe pistols, mm-hmm. I got a 10 mil pistol at the end oh, nice. and a shotgun. Yep. Um, hunting rifle, all worked the same. There yep. was a syringe gun, oh. which I didn't get to play with too much, but that was something new that I hadn't seen before. Um, I'm pretty sure that was in Fallout 4 as well, the was syringe it? gun. Yeah. Okay, I must not using that either, I don't think. Uh, Walkins found a um, a flaming trident. Oh. It's in similar vein as the flaming sword from Fallout yeah, yeah, 4, but it's flaming yeah. trident instead. Or, okay. Well, but not trident. It'd be a pitchfork. Pitchfork, yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, that was cool. So, it looks like they've got a, a few new guns on there. Yeah. Uh, the other thing they kept from Fallout 4, which I profoundly don't like and I've complained about it to everyone every chance I've got uh, so, so you still got the Pip-Boy yep. you know fine um, all the menus are all controller friendly so they're all lists Yeah, fine you know I'm not, I'm not convinced that having little boxes and icons that they do in PC MMOs is any better than having just a straight list of uh, items yeah, yeah. you know like they're both yeah. kind of crap <sighs> what grinds my gears Tony is that when you go to a workbench, you can build new stuff, you can modify and repair, and you've got a scrap option, which is fantastic. Yep. You can scrap anything. Pretty sure you can scrap anything at any any bench. Yep. But when I go to the list, it has like all of my favorited items in there. It has all of my equipped items showing up in the scrap lists. Oh. So... You sort of get one, one, the first tab is like everything in your inventory. Yep. The next one over is all like armor and then yep. all weapons. Yep. And then there's actually like a junk, yep. you know, and then you can hit the T to junk all, like scrap yep. all junk items, which is great. But if I want to go back and do like the weapons and ammo thing, yep. I've got a, uh, not so much ammo. I think ammo, ammo might have weight now as well. Oh. I no, think I'm pretty that. sure ammo has weight now. Which makes sense again because of the type of game that it is. They've added that on there. I think hollows are still free. Notes are still no weight. Um, all your aid stuff still, yeah, has weight. All the you know sugar yeah. bombs and all that crap. Yeah. But yeah, ammo definitely has weight as well. So you got to be careful about what sort of ammo you're carrying around. Um, but if I'm looking at the weapons, yes, all the things that I put on my my wheel, quick yeah. access wheel or I've got equipped are all in the list and I've got to pick through each one and go, oh, no, not sell, uh, skip two down, yeah, no, yeah, scrap, yeah. scrap, you know, kind yeah. of thing. I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah. Why? What, like, in what in what world do I want to scrap stuff that I'm already using? You know, yes, I get that, like, I do want to scrap things that I'm using eventually because I'm going to get better stuff, but I will equip the better stuff 
and then it won't be equipped anymore. And then I will scrap it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at least even... I'll even look for a filter, like a button that I could press. Oh, yeah. Something in the UI that I could turn off globally. Like, I don't want to play like this. If I want to play like that, that's fine. Like, give me an option just to hide that stuff from the scrapping list. Don't scrap my equipped items. Yeah. Like, I just... I don't understand, Tony. That was a problem for four, and they just brought it on through. So, that UI team was ignored, I presume, yeah, user, now that I know about the team. team. Yeah. Yes. Those guys were definitely ignored because I'm sure they'd be on my side yeah, on this one. Probably would be. Um, so, that was, the one, that was the one thing that really stuck in my craw about the whole experience was just- uh, What about know, the settlement building? I didn't get enough resources to really try it out uh, properly or anything okay. yet. So, I'll, I'll reserve judgment until I can build a few more pieces and sort of see how it- Because the settlement building in Fallout 4 is okay when you want to put like- a piece of floor down and a couple of walls. It's usually when you try to put a roof on or, yes. you know, that's when it becomes... You want to specifically design something in a specific way. That's yeah. That's get in trouble. And yeah. I, yeah. And I so, uh, yeah, we didn't really get up to enough level to really justify... I mean, move the camp. You can pick your camp up and bring all your stuff with you and stuff and just place it down wherever you want and there's a small cap fee for that. Yeah. That's all really cool. So you can move it around the okay. place, which is really nice. Um, but it seems to be like I... Uh, when the game crashed, uh, I had my camp placed down up up north and Watkins had gone down south. And so what we we're going to do was teleport to my camp for free to get a boost up to the higher part to get to the next set of quests that are up further north. Yep. And when the game crashed, my camp was gone. When I came back in, I had to go and replace it back down again. Like oh, I didn't remember. Dear. Okay. Where and I, I don't know why. That could have just been a beta thing. I don't know if that was supposed to happen or not. Yeah. Don't know. Because it was definitely there when I logged off because I placed it there before the end of the last beta session before I went to the new one so it should have still been there but I don't know okay um, what else what else you can make ammo using gunpowder and stuff although okay. I didn't get into that That's too new. much but you can make that sort of stuff now um, from what I understand the extractors for resources are all um, automated there's no there's no getting a pick and hitting a rock yeah, to get yeah. rock or anything like okay. that That's yep gone away with which I think is probably a good thing because that's not the most fun part of uh, no. you know uh, and, uh, you know, it's an important part of a, a PvP survival game where you're starting off everyone's scratch again and everyone has to go resource and tech up yeah. that makes sense you need to sort of put hard limits on yeah. that sort of stuff but maybe this game doesn't make as much sense yeah um a lot of quests let's just say a lot a lot more quests than I was expecting um, radiant events so just yeah. you know you're in uh, in the farmstead it gets oh the farming robots have gone crazy they're attacking go yeah. around and kill the three farming robot robots and you get rewards for that yeah. how much you helped and all that stuff then repair the farming robots because we still need the farming robots yeah. to work farm <laughs> they're a pile of scrap now my friend yeah. they are not alive and shooting lasers at you and stuff so they got like yeah still same robots projectrons no, Mr. Handies yeah, yeah. you know because which makes sense because there's no technological yeah, embankment in that sort of thing all over again. Yeah. yeah. So they're all the same. So it's like, it's very familiar. I mean, I say Fallout 4 multiplayer, like, it, yeah, it, it really it, does. Well, I, have to, I might have to watch you play it and see how I feel about it. You yeah. haven't sold me on it so far. No, well, I think I'd rather just go back and play Fallout 4 some more. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, well, it's going to be like, well, I don't know. I, I'm, see, Okay, so like with Ark and with Conan, you can't move your bases around that. You got to build yeah. them and stick them there, right? Yeah. And so we don't play on a PvP server. 
we play on private servers, so there's no other people yep. on there. Okay, so that's sort of it's a big difference there because like if you play on a PvP server, people can come along and rip, just yeah, break your stuff your down stuff. and whatever yeah. you know. So you got to kind of becomes a 24 hour watch to make sure your stuff's always manned. And that's, like I'm not, yeah, no, I appreciate what that is as, as yeah. a game thing, but that I don't have the me. yeah. Um, and so one of the things I really love about it is that you sort of go, okay, we're gonna move into the new area now. Like we've we've. Yeah mine this area we've gotten the resources and the gems and the dungeons and we've teched up our gear we've yeah. constructed everything we're going to pioneer on so then you all get together and you you know fight your way up to the new zone yeah. and then you you know you set you, up a new camp you there. camp and you start building out your buildings and you lay them all out and you put your furnaces down and you know, whatever yeah. it is you know and um, build them on top of mountains whatever you know like I built I built one basin arc on the side of a of one of the hills which is the dumbest thing to do yeah. it took so long to build this thing yeah. um, and I built it all out of glass of so course. that took like all this crystal yeah. mining I had to do it was stupid I enjoyed all, all of it though yeah. that was super fun building this base and then you have a base that people come to yeah. and they drop their stuff off and they do whatever and yeah. you know like it's um, that part I really enjoyed which when you've got this portable base that just can be moved yeah, yeah, wherever yeah. you go I'm not sure how much and if like as well like if I'm not online my base is still there yeah what's happening to your base in you know in this one once you're offline I presume your camp goes away and no one else can access it anymore and so uh. it becomes less about the group and more about you and your yeah. base so you know it doesn't I don't know. Uh, again, like in uh, in uh, in Ark, I was Mister at Industry. I would build all of the machinery you need for whatever it is, yeah. you know, because I my main base I'd already taken up enough that I could make more of the machines. Someone's like, oh, I want to go north and and make a, um, a northern Russian uh, oil refinery because that's where the oil is, right? I'm like, yeah, cool. You're gonna need these machines. Here they are. Boom, go build them and yeah. and go forth. You know, like. And that was fun. to give me a role, something to yeah. do. You know, um, you know, someone else was oil baron. Someone else was in charge of of getting the honey and 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 snails and things because that's another part of the world. So they yeah. need a base there. You know, so you can kind of divide up the labor of what needs to happen. Yeah. But I'm not sure what you can, if you can still do that when mm, your camps are so ephemeral and there's nothing yeah, there. Okay. Like you know, if if someone's built this great extractor but they're not online, then I can't. I kind of then need and it becomes a bunch of solo people building out their stuff rather than a team yeah that's interesting effort I mean you can see how that works yeah and like and maybe that makes more sense because this is coming from a solo play like it's bringing people who have played single player RPGs into a whole new genre and maybe that's the best way to do that is to you know offer a more which then makes the no NPC thing even a stranger decision because yeah. that, you know, if, you, if you're looking, big, big yeah, missing part of it. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, 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 I want to play it more. Well, that's always a good sign if you want to play it more. And, but I feel that's like the, like I want to play it more because I just enjoy exploring the maps. Yeah, yeah. Like it's got that, that part at least is in spades. Like with, with Ark, it's kind of jungle. Okay. You know, it's all just jungle. Yeah, there's there's bigger trees in one part, and up north it's snowy. But because it's just an, a wild, wild land of islands, there isn't a lot to explore. Conan has more because it's got ruins of like whatever civilization came before, or 
maybe they're still running because in, in Conan you've been exiled to a a dome kind of uh, parcel of land mm-hmm. and if you try to exit past the wall barriers you just die so rather than kill you they exile you to this place to die yeah and so okay. you so that's why it's exile survive Conan exile survivors mm-hmm. you know kind of thing so that's uh, you know so you have like those old temples and stuff you can get into and different areas of so there's a bit of exploration in this but Fallout 4 being a post modern society has so many more buildings and factories yeah, and yeah. things like that too and plus the wildlife and caves and things like that yeah. to explore it's got a little more variety to it so it's good to think of that part of it in going space. for it yeah you know well that was and one of the things I enjoyed about Fallout 4 was a new icon will pop up on the map and go ooh you, what's that yeah what's that you know and you've I got, didn't like that it would repopulate again after a certain amount of time yeah that and this me. happens with this obviously because it, it's a shared world that yeah. enemies just keep coming back again you know mm, alright uh, the other thing is it feels way more survivory. Like you feel like you're a wasteland survivor because you got to eat, you got to oh, drink, okay. which means yeah. you got to purify your water, you got to find yeah. food and eat it, and you know. So make your own bullets. Yeah. I think is great. So that aspect of it may actually be more survivally than obviously a survival game, I suppose. But more like in terms of like a narrative perspective of being a survivor coming out of the vault. Yeah. This is probably going to be more true to what that might actually yeah, be like. Yeah, felt like, yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So, that's Fallout 76. I'm going to play more... Oh, that's what I said. The, weird, the reason they got the weird times, which I think is smart, is um, because they wanted to test real... Get the closest simulation they could to launch... So they yeah, wanted everyone okay. to log in at a very small uh, window time, yeah. and then do everything at once. Yeah. Because if you run it like 24 hours a day, then yeah, yeah. You, know, you probably don't get that. People log in over the cost of the day. Yeah. They wanted that like, what's it going to be it like? Early. Break it Break it early. Yeah. Like I'm totally down. I understand that you yeah. know, a, bit, a bit more. I'm glad they gave us a bit more time because of the whole deleting fiasco. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's a bit beta software. It wasn't ideal. Yeah. Not ideal. They definitely, I mean, be, uh, the... <laughs> the poor Kaios on the stream were just like every it's like every fifteen minutes they were like, Oh, we're really sorry that I downloaded that I deleted yeah. everything. That wasn't intentional, you know, there's yeah. you know why the bait the bait times are so short because we want to get everyone yeah, yeah. the same question again and again yeah. and again, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah. So hopefully they have a have a, a smooth launch. That would be nice. Because um this would be their first online yeah, game yeah. for Bethesda. And Bethesda are not known for having bug-free software no. at the beginning either. No, so it's going to be very interesting to see. Like, I'm kind of not keen to play at the start because of just their reputation for that so sort buggy. of stuff. Mm. But right. I know, a, couple, a couple of guys from the crew have pre-ordered it and they still seem pretty keen to... Okay. Well, to, it'll be in the bargain bin soon enough and I might pick it up then. <laughs> you can pick it up then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. All so right. What, uh, yeah, they're all on PC? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't think anyone's got it... For console, oh, console, no. Right. Yeah. no. Hey, I didn't did I tell you that um, I managed to snavel a PS4. Yes, yes. So, so I'm going to say it again: Event Horizon, <laughs> yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah, it's now a possibility. Possibility. Well, yes, that and that'd kick us through nicely until Anthem too. Yep, yep. I've also got um, God of War. I have not got God of War, however. Okay. Maybe so I'd rather do Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. Play with that kind of thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. And All right. a, I'll, I would imagine we've got a lot to talk about because that's... We've got the whole story and gameplay. Yeah, and, and it's apparently quite quite a spectacular story and 
fight a very well-executed gameplay as well. Yeah, that'll be very interesting. So um, definitely next week is still XCOM 2. I need to plow more into that. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't have Fallout 76 betas to... Distract you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got one more session, I suppose. And hopefully I'll actually be healthy Hey. by next time. This, oh, Excellent. Just so sick of being sick. Sick, yep. Yeah, it gets very it's, old very quickly. I've, and I've not even been well enough. Like yesterday was the first day I was well enough to actually do something other than just sit being miserable and sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I haven't even been able to get in gameplay or There's anything. It's nothing worse nothing. than being so sick that you can't play video games. Yeah. It's like, I'm not at work. I have excuses from all my obligations and I still can't I still, play still, I'm games. just too sick to do anything but go, oh, I'm sick. Yep, yep. That's yeah. the worst. That's the worst. That's horrible. All right. Get well soon, buddy. Thank you. I'm Randy Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.